Welcome to Upworth United Methodist Church. I'm Pastor Debbie Weatherspoon. We celebrated the gift we have in prayer this week. Life is fragile, handle with prayer. We were reminded of God's everlasting presence with us and that we are able to connect with God through the gift of prayer, which we can do alone or in community. We learned about various prayer ministries offered within the Upworth United Methodist Church. May this service be a blessing as you consider the sweet hour of prayer where we turn to God with all things and in all times.
Um, I'm reading uh, the scripture. It is uh, Psalm 139, verses 1 through 18. God, you've searched me, and you know me. You know if I'm standing or sitting. You read my thoughts from far away. Whether I walk or lie down, you are watching. You are intimate with all of my ways. A word is not even on my tongue, God, before you know what it is. You hem me in before and behind, shielding me with your hand. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, a height my mind cannot reach. Where could I run from your spirit? Where could I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you're there. If I make my bed in death, you're already there. I could fly away with wings made of dawn or make my home on the far side of the sea. But even there, your hand will guide me your mighty hand holding me fast. If I say, the darkness will hide me, and night will be my only light, even darkness won't be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, darkness and light are the same to you. You created my inmost being and stitched me together in my mother's womb. For all these mysteries, I thank you. For the wonder of myself, for the wonder of your works, my soul knows it well. My frame was not hidden from you while I was being made in that secret place, knitted together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my body even there. All of my days were written in your book, all of them planned before even the first of them came to be. How precious your thoughts are to me, O oh God. How impossible to number them. I could no more count them than I could count the sand. But suppose I could you would still be with me. The word of the Lord. Life is fragile. Handle with prayer. Prayer. That word, prayer, P-R-A-Y-E-R, is also P-R-A-Y-E-R. Prayer. Isn't it interesting? I thought so. Prayer and prayer. It's, it's what we do, and it's who we are. Prayer, prayer. In our psalm reading today, the verses become a meditation on God's amazing and incomparable godness. And a hymn of praise to the God who knows not only Samuel and Nathaniel, but me. The psalm proclaims a relationship with God that is profoundly personal, but never private. God knows me, cares about me, seeks me out, formed me in my mother's womb, knows my heart and soul, even in Sheol, the grave, death itself, cannot separate me from God. Nothing can separate us from God. Let that sink in, if it hasn't before in your lifetime. 
Death is death. So, so this is all written prior to, to this doctrine of resurrection that is central to many of our lives. In this writing, this person is writing is the understanding of death just being gone. Yet the psalmist retains hope. God be at my end and at my departing. He would be able to sing almost, and we have to say certainly, most likely in that time, the pronoun was he. He would be able to sing anticipating the joy that comes with the morning. We know that psalm. Where neither death nor life nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. That comes from Romans 8, 38 through 39. The psalm writer does not know all the details of Paul's confession yet, doesn't have access to that, doesn't know that that will be happening, does not yet know Easter, but the psalmist knows God. More, he knows that God knows him. So he's willing to open himself to wherever this God is taking him, confident that there can be no separation. Mm. What peace? No? What peace that surpasses all understanding that wherever we go, God is with us, even facing death, facing destruction, facing our most challenging times. We are not alone. I believe that is a grounding point for prayer. Whenever I am and I do get that way. I need to be find my grounding point. And to know that I am God's, God is mine, grounds me. And from there, prayer can move. Now, there are many ways to pray. Perhaps there are as many kinds of prayers as there are prayers. And I want to introduce you to two prayers today. Eeny, meeny, up, oh, Mary, I'll pick you. <laughs> Mary, would you come forward, please, and share w- with us how prayer has ins- invited you in to relationship with God and into a prayer ministry, and then we'll hear from Beverly. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Hi, my name is Mary Cavanero. It's great to see you. I pray for you all, all the time. Um, I, when I first joined Epworth, I met with Pastor Kristen, and she said, you know, how do you want to get connected? And I said, well, at the last church I went to, there were prayer groups. And she said, well, we have different prayer ministries, but I don't think we really have a group, so to speak, in that way. Um, But there are people who are serving with prayer. And I said, great. And she said, well, why don't you start one? So I started one, and I prayed with about three people downstairs in 2019 for a little bit, and then the pandemic came, and she said, keep it going on Zoom. So I pray with some other members of our church and some people who aren't members of our church. We're a small but mighty little group, and we meet on Monday evening and on Zoom from 7 to 7.30. And just so you know, whether you ask us or not, we're praying with you. as you're, as you're getting home from work, as you're eating your dinner, as you're putting your kids to bed, as you're doing life, we are thinking about you, thinking about you watching Jeopardy or 
washing the dishes, whatever you're doing, we're with you in prayer, and we're with each other. It's a wonderful, um, tidy little group of pray prayers. And the Zoom link uh, was in Pastor Debbie's message this week. It's been on the website. I don't know if it currently is, but it's the usual uh, Epworth Zoom number and then you know the code. So you can get it, it'll be, it's, it wasn't in this week's bulletin, but maybe it'll be in next week's, and then you can keep it. And you can join us one time, we're happy to have people just stop in and say, what are you guys doing? Can I, you know, pray with us? And just so you know, this is what we do, it's really simple. We say hi, we check in, briefly we just say, oh, you went away, how was it? Good, I mean, that's like very brief. And then we, um, one of us, which usually is me, the others uh, like having a leader, I guess, so I read a poem or something to help us center, and then we share prayer wishes, prayers for people, prayers of gratitude, prayers of the world, for the world, just like we do here in church, just like we just did, and we say the same thing about lifting it up, and we go on and on, but we usually have moments of quiet in there too, um, the world needs a lot of prayers, so we think of a lot of things to pray for, but we also are quiet together, which on Zoom is kind of amazing to know that each of us is in our house and like just still. It's wonderful. And then we say the Lord's Prayer and we're done. And we'll see you next week. And the thing that this has given me, I like praying in a group. Um, I like I love praying with you all on Sundays, and this has been a very special prayer Sunday. The songs have been beautiful. Um, but I like praying in a group because I think, I like feeling not alone when I pray. I just do. Um, and you know, I had two wonderful prayer, prayers in my life. I had an aunt, my mother's sister, who was a nun, a Roman Catholic nun for her ever since she was 18, and she died in her 90s. And she was uh, a very sweet person, um, but there was also a way that she was so strong, and she said, said it's because I pray all the time. I'm just praying all the time. And the other prayer is my partner, Bev, who when we first met 45 years ago was in a church that had a prayer group and she prayed with a list of people that she got, kind of like our prayer chain, every day. And she's been doing that every day for 45 years. So I admire those two women greatly. They're inspiring to me and they warm my heart. And just for you to know what prayer means to me, so we haven't really talked about it in our group, but we can all talk with each other about, well, what does prayer really mean to you? And the most important thing is that it calms my nervous system and it helps me let go and just be because I can get agitated as somebody else said up here. And it also energizes my heart um, through a connection with spirit. I feel my heart center stronger. And lastly, it brings me a sense of connection with a loving presence and alignment with God or universal consciousness of love and it's a gift, and I'm glad I get to share it on Monday nights, and come or don't come, we're praying with you. Thank you.
Good morning. I am Beverly Dance, yet another grateful member of Epworth. I am standing in front of you because I am passionate about our prayer chain. We have an awesome prayer chain. You are welcome to use it. You are welcome to be part of it. Our prayer chain began decades ago when the only electronic communication device in our homes were our landline telephones. We shared by telephone an initial prayer concern to two callers. Then each person would make two more additional calls until reaching the end of the chain. That didn't work fast enough. So we changed it to initiating four branches, then each person making two calls. We learned that some people were great at praying and not so diligent about checking their answering machines. So the tree was regularly reconfigured, trying to put those who didn't pass messages on very well to the end of the chain. <laughs> I have to say honestly, in those early years, I'm not sure any single message got to every single person committed to praying. When a critical mass had computers, we switched to emails, and that's where we are today. Over 60 people get an email with a subject line, either prayer chain request or prayer chain update. It's an also much wider audience than who we have here in church because people don't want to give it up when they move away. Almost a third of those joining us in prayer on the chain no longer live in the Berkeley area. So our prayer chain has that additional purpose of keeping those touched by our Epworth uh, connection, keeping them in community with us, even when geography separates us. I reached out to one of those people for comment. I was answered with appreciation for being on our prayer chain and was assured that Epworth concerns were consistently in her evening prayers due to the cherished relationships made here. I reached out to a member who had joined for Advent. She said she'd wish she'd joined sooner. It's nice holding people in my heart, she said. It also helps me know when people need extra care. Not everyone wants to share publicly on Sunday, so prayer chain is a nice way to stay connected and informed. Our newest prayer was contacted. He said, just a constant reminder of how much people in the congregation and in extended circles remain interconnected and the conviction that shared prayers have power. I also want to share the wisdom of a longtime participant who periodically asks for prayers for dear friends and family. I think it binds us together in a sacred act of kindness. I think it connects us to God in a way that is mysterious but very real. I think it is a very real expression of love. It reminds people that they aren't in this alone, whatever this is. Asking for prayers is a way of asking for help, and it is a way for people to hold you up and share your burden. And sometimes when I've asked for prayers, I felt like I was wrapped in a cocoon of love. Sounds corny, but there you are. Ours 
is a personal prayer chain. So we pray for ourselves, for each other, and our loved ones. Absolutely prayers are needed for Ukraine, Gaza, the planet, and so many social and economic and political issues, but those are not part of our chain. Those prayers can be initiated on your own or with a group on Monday nights. The purpose of our prayer chain is to share concerns that either come up during the week and you don't want to wait until Sunday, or your concern is something you just don't want to talk about publicly. When people start on the chain, they often ask, how long should I pray? I haven't done a survey, but I think most people pray one to two weeks. There were some people, like our beloved Jean Olson, who would pray indefinitely until she was had confirmation that her prayers were no longer needed. There's a third point of view, and that is that God has an excellent memory, so maybe once is enough. The choice is yours. Another question is, how often are there prayer requests? It's totally variable and not overwhelming. Sometimes there are weeks between requests. Sometimes there's three in a single day. We essentially only have one rule, and we take it very seriously. It is keep anything you learn from the prayer chain completely confidential. Our prayer chain began praying for Jerry Ashine while he was still in transport to the hospital. It was so hard, but I kept the news of Jerry to myself and did not share it with my daughter, Heather, until his news was more publicly known. There is activity happening every week behind the scenes to support prayer in our community. Each week, Kathy Travlos checks Facebook to see if any prayers were posted there. And she also summarizes the prayer cards to make it easy for our pastor any card that has the little checkbox of add to the prayer chain, we honor that request. How do you get a request onto the prayer chain? Easiest way is to put it on a prayer card or send me an email, use a directory from this century and it will get to me. How can you join the prayer chain? Same way, put your name on a, an email on a prayer card or email me, slip me a note on a Sunday morning, you're there. What if you try it and don't like it? We can remove you and do so without judgment. Why am I passionate about our prayer chain? It is a tangible way to exercise faith, have hope, and make a positive difference by supporting others. Of course we don't always get the outcome we'd prefer, but setting our intention in support of our community is always a good thing. We have an awesome prayer chain. You are welcome to use it. You are welcome to be part of it. Thank you. So we are a congregation that prays together, cares, shares. We do it. Life is fragile, but look around. Just take a minute, look around. We've got each other. God is with us. Amen. <laughs> <laughs>